The grace and love of our Lord and Savior be with us always. Amen. The Word of God we want to consider today is the beginning of our scripture lesson for this past Sunday. Reading from the book of Acts, Acts chapter 17, verses 1 to 9. Thinking of Paul's missionary journey, his second missionary journey, when he reached the city of Thessalonica. When they had passed through Amphipolis and Apollonia, they came to Thessalonica, where there was a Jewish synagogue. As his custom was, Paul went into the synagogue, and on three Sabbath days he reasoned with them from the scriptures, explaining and proving that the Christ had to suffer and rise from the dead. This Jesus I am proclaiming to you is the Christ, he said. Some of the Jews were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, as did a large number of God-fearing Greeks and, a few, and not a few prominent women. But the Jews were jealous, so they rounded up some bad characters from the marketplace, formed a mob, and started a riot in the city. They rushed to Jason's house in search of Paul and Silas in order to bring them out to the crowd. But when they did not find them, they dragged Jason and some other brothers before the city officials, shouting, These men who have caused trouble all over the world have now come here, and Jason has welcomed them into his house. They are all defying Caesar's decree, saying that there is another king, uh, one called Jesus. When they heard this, the crowd and the city officials were thrown into turmoil. Then they made Jason and the others post bond and let them go. My dear friends in Christ, our reading, it does say, as his custom was, Paul went into the synagogue and on three Sabbath days he reasoned with them from the scriptures explaining and proving that the Christ had to suffer and rise from the dead. This Jesus I am proclaiming to you is the Christ, he said. This translation might get a person to think that the Apostle Paul, by his reasoning, by his coercive powers, that he had used that and logic to win these people over to Christ and to Christianity. Of course, that wasn't the case. The Apostle Paul did tell the Corinthian Christians, my message and my preaching were not with wise and persuasive words but with a demonstration of the Spirit's power so that your faith might not rest on men's wisdom, but on God's power. Instead of using human logic and reasoning to win these people over, actually what the Greek says is that what Paul did is he simply set before them the message that God had told him to proclaim to them in the Scriptures. Well, now see, those Jews, they were looking for an earthly king, a savior who could rescue them from Roman tyranny. But Paul showed them from God's word what the Christ had to do. Not free them from Rome, but instead to free them and us from Satan's sin, death, and hell. Likewise, what we'll also want to be doing is working at so thoroughly searching and studying the scriptures 
so that we can simply and clearly share the gospel with our friends and our acquaintances, not so that we win people over, but so that the Holy Spirit can work on people's hearts, so that he can have work, the opportunity to work on people's hearts and make people into believing children of God. Oh, a marshal in Napoleon's army years ago, he was a man who was totally devoted and, and enthusiastically attached to Napoleon. And he thought that Napoleon could do anything, but this marshal, he ended up being mortally wounded in battle. As he lay dying in his tent, what he did is he summoned his chief, he summoned Napoleon, and Napoleon did come to him. He thought the, this poor marshal, he thought that Napoleon could do anything, that he could certainly save him from death at this particular time. So he, when Napoleon got there, he earnestly pleaded with him to save his life. Well, the emperor just kind of sadly shook his head and turned away from him saying, there's nothing that I can do, nothing that I can do. And so that dying man, he felt the cold, merciless hand of death reach out and grab him. And he was still heard to sh shriek out with his final breaths, save me, Napoleon, save me. But there was nothing that he could do. In the hour of death, that soldier discovered that the powerful Napoleon could not give him his physically physical life. When he died, he had no hope. Well, by the grace of God, that's not the case for us or for anyone who believes in Jesus as the Savior. We have the greatest and the most certain hope that there is. Just think of how blessed we are that we have this Savior who conquered death, who now rules over all of his own creation with his almighty power. Only Christianity has such a Savior, and he's my Savior, and he's your Savior as well. He's with us now, helping us to face all of the problems and all of the troubles all of the tribulations that we may have to face in this life, and he's going to take us and all believers to be with him forever in heaven. Our reading says, Some of the Jews were persuaded and joined Paul and Silas, as did a large number of God-fearing Greeks and not a few prominent women. Here we can see the Thessalonian response to the gospel. The Holy Spirit worked through Paul's preaching. And the passive form of the verb here, were persuaded, that indicated, indicates that these people didn't make a personal decision to follow Jesus. There was an agent, someone who did that working, who did that changing, and that's the Holy Spirit who convinced them, who turned their lives around. And what the Holy Spirit has also done for you and for me is he's turned our lives around as well. However, in Thessalonica, a lot of people did, by the grace of God, believe in the message because the Holy Spirit was working on their hearts. But there were 
Also plenty of people who did reject the gospel which the Apostle Paul proclaimed to them. Our reading says that many Jews were jealous. They were envious of Paul's success, which Paul wouldn't have said was his success, it was the Holy Spirit's success, of course. But they were envious of Paul, and they were also jealous for what they falsely regarded as the honor of God. Maybe they thought that they were doing the right thing, but they, they weren't. Their minds, their thoughts were warped and confused as to what God's honor really was all about and of how to guard it. Our, our reading, it says, they rounded up some bad characters from the marketplace, formed a mob, and started a riot in the city. Well, when they couldn't find Paul, what they did is they grabbed Jason, in whose house Paul had probably stayed when he was there in Thessalonica, and they accused him and, well, all Christians for that matter of having caused trouble, it says, all over the world. And now, that actually tells us that the gospel was working the gospel was working. The message of God's law in particular was causing them great trouble as it showed them, well, does the same thing as it shows us our sin as well. How sad it was that blind unbelief got so many of those people that they rejected the message that Paul came, proclaimed to them, a message which should have given them the greatest joy that there is. But so many, they rejected the message. They rejected the message which was really giving them the solution to all their problems and troubles. But thankfully, what we can also say is that there were those who by the grace of God believed. Those who saw their sins, who know that their sins were forgiven and that they were heirs of heaven. How it had to thrill Paul and and Silas, and how it also has to thrill us when anyone, by the grace of God, believes in Jesus. Amen. Let's pray. Lord God, Heavenly Father, Paul and Silas suffered much for sharing the gospel, but they also had the joy of sharing the gospel. They saw God's word at work, reaching souls. They had great joy because they knew they were sharing with people the greatest and the best news ever. Help us also to know the joy that Paul and Silas had in sharing the gospel because we're sharing the best news ever. We pray in Jesus' name, amen. In the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you always.